We are in Yavamos Nunehei Amabez, 55b2 in the Art Scroll Gemara. The Gemara is continuing the discussion that we had in the last recording. The Gemara was just discussing the three times that it mentioned Sheikh Vazarah, that even though in general, when it comes to all prohibitions, and when it comes to uh, the way to make a kinyan, to make a, a defined relationship, a halachic relationship of yibam or of a marriage, all that is necessary is a ha'ara, the initial insertion. Uh, there are three exceptions when the Torah uses the word Sheikh Vazarah. One time that it's used is within this t- type of a marriage of a Shivcha Harufa. It's not a regular marriage. It's a lower level marriage between a Jewish servant and a non-Jewish maidservant. And in that case, in order for her to violate uh, adultery, so that is the one case where we need more than just Ha'ara, we need Sheikh Vazara, we need a complete Bia, a complete, uh, to complete the act itself. And so the Gemara asked, what about in other places where it uses the phrase Sheikh Vazara? Sheikh Vazara implies uh, the completion of the act. Literally, it's the ejaculation, it's the completion, the removal of the semen. So, why is... Uh, <coughs> Why is it mentioned in a few places? And so the Gemara is going to continue. Why is it mentioned with regards to a sota? A sota is a situation where uh, the husband has reason to suspect that his wife is committing adultery. And he warns her. He warns her, uh, do not uh, commit adultery with this specific person, with a specific person. And there are different situations. There's a whole tractate uh, that discusses uh, these, d- these different scenarios. Um, and what happens if she is... Uh, if she's caught, if she's caught with this other person, so that is the story of the sota. So in that context of a sota, it also uses the word shichvas zera. The phrase shichvas zera that it needs a seemingly that would need a complete act, but we'll see that it doesn't really mean a complete act. So we're going to go through the gemara, and we'll see as we go through the gemara, and also the next topic as well that we'll get to in this recording, God willing. It's going to get very specific and very graphic. And it's important to keep in mind two points. One point is that you'll see that in the Hebrew language, there's actually no, we don't have a specific word for the sexual act. It doesn't, it doesn't use a Hebrew term for it. Um, in the Torah or in the Gemara, it says bia, to uh, enter. It uses a very, uh, what we refer to as lashanikia, a clean language when it discusses these topics. I will translate for the sake of uh, people understanding so that everybody can understand, but the words that are used itself are Lashon Nikia, it's a clean language, and that's why some say, the Rambam says, Maimonides says that Hebrew is Lashon HaKodesh, it's a holy language because the fa- because of the fact that it is a clean, biblical Hebrew is a clean language. And the second point to keep in mind is that it's going to get very graphic, but this is Talmud Torah. This is the study of Torah. The Torah discusses every aspect of our lives. Uh, the Torah, the purpose is to have a clear understanding of what is viewed as, uh, from a halachic perspective, what is viewed as uh, the completion of the sexual act or the initial stage to know what will the ramifications be. And so it's important uh, to study these topics to have, to have a clear understanding of the halacha. So let's see, the Gemara says as follows. Desota Lamali, why is it that in the context of the Sota, of the woman who's being accused of committing adultery, 
and she's found to be with this with this man that she, she was told not to be with. Uh, why does it say Sheikh Lazara? We know that when a person, in order for a person to violate commit, committing adultery, all they need is Ha'ara, the initial insertion. So why does he use the phrase Sheikh Lazara, which seems to imply the completion? So the Gemara says, Lachetetanya, to explain based on the following Brisa, Sheikh Lazara Pralidavrachet. Sheikh Lazara is coming to exclude a different case. There's a certain case where Sota does not apply. So the Gemara says, My Davrachet. What is this other case? All it says is that it's another case. What exactly is this other case? So the first thing Gemara wants to suggest, Amr of Sheshis Prat L'Shikina L'Shalokidarka. It's to exclude the case where a person says, you are not allowed to be with this other person because I'm suspect that you're with this other person, but specifically that they're not having Kidarka, the regular act, sexual act, but it's Shalokidarka, what we've explained in the past, the Gemara refers to as the not normal way, anal sex. And so the Gemara at this point in time is assuming that the only time that it's halakhically viewed as a sota, as committing adultery, is only when it is done in the kedarka, in the normal way, not in this way. And so therefore, if a person tells his wife not to be with another person, specifically, it's implied or it's said explicitly, specifically in this context of shalom kedarka, through anal sex, so then uh, that, would not, that would not be viewed as a situation of a sota. That's what the Gemara assumes at this point. So the Gemara says, what are you talking about? Amr Rava, Rabbi says, how could you say such a thing? The verse says, Mishkevei Isha, any form of, of Mishkevei Isha, and that would also include Kedarka and Shelo Kedarka. It would include both uh, the normal way and the not normal way of the anosexual activity. So it would apply. It would apply if the husband warns with regards to that. So El Amarava Rabbi says, rather, what does it mean? What are we coming to exclude? That it's not viewed as a case of warning for adultery. Prat l'shekina la so it's really coming to exclude the following case, where he, where he's suspect of her that, not necessarily that she's performing the, the full sexual act, but it's just that they are very, very physical. They're very physical, but there's no insertion of his aver, of his limb whatsoever, and so it's just. But they're very, but they're very, very physical, and they're touching each other. So, but that case says Rava is is what it's coming to exclude. The reason why it says Sheikh Lazara, the reason why he uses a term which implies the completion of the act, is coming to exclude that case. That if the husband says, don't even do not do that, that wouldn't be viewed as, uh, from a halakha perspective, as adultery, with all the different ramifications that, that happens in that scenario. Uh, it's certainly not a good thing, but it's, it wouldn't be viewed as, wouldn't be viewed as adultery uh, with regards to the sota. So Gemara says, Amalei Abaye Pritsusa Asur Afmana. Abaye says, why would that be viewed as sota? Certainly it's not, it's not a proper thing, but... Why would that be viewed as sota? The Torah is telling us that we're going to create a situation of sota where they're not allowed to stay married. If it's just preachers, all it is is, not all it is, but it, it, it's, it's bad in and of itself, but it's not the full adultery. It's just that they are uh, somewhat physical, but they're not committing the full, they're not doing the full, full act, the full sexual act itself. So why would the Torah in that case need, need to tell me? Why would the Torah even need to tell me that that's not the case of Sota. That's obvious. That's something which is obvious. So what do the Bayes say? You know when you need the Torah's case? It's not when they're just physically touching each other. Uh, but the case is specifically when it's what we refer to as Nishika. Nishika means that his limb is not being inserted inside, but it's touching the vaginal area. It's touching 
but not going inside. So that's when you need the Torah to tell me that if he's warning her about that, that maybe he suspect that they're not they're not having an actual insertion, but they are to the point where his his limb is is touching the vaginal area. That would itself would not even be viewed as this sota scenario. That wouldn't be viewed as this situation of of adultery. So the Gemara says, hold on a second. We're about to discuss a new topic in a few minutes about what exactly is Ha'ara. The entire time we've been discussing Ha'ara, the initial insertion. What exactly is that initial insertion? So it's, a, it's subject to debate. It's machlokes. Some want to say that Nishika, is, sorry, that Ha'ara, the initial insertion, is the actual insertion of the, of the crown, of the beginning part of the limb. Um, but others say that it's it's just the nishika, just the what literally means the kissing, the, the touching of his limb onto the vaginal area without the insertion. So there are those that say that ha'ara itself, the insertion doesn't need to be an actual insertion, but it's just touching, merely touching the vaginal area. So if that's the case, so then certainly the Torah would say that that itself is, is an act of adultery. That is the case of ha'ara. That would be viewed as adultery, just that. Uh, that touching between his limb and the vaginal area. So, so then what are you going to say? So then what, what is the, what is the pasuk coming, what is the verse coming to exclude? That's not a case, a case that you would have thought is adultery, but it's really not. Because according to that opinion, even just touching, his limb touching the vaginal area would be viewed as adultery. So what is the case? So the Gemara says, this is the case. We go back to what we said before. Uh, we gave a few suggestions. One of the suggestions that we gave was that you might have thought that them just uh, touching each other, not that his limb is touching the vaginal area, but them just being very physical, not to the not to the point where his limb is touching the vaginal area, but they're being very physical. So in that case, really, you might have thought that that's viewed as adultery. Why? Or at least it's viewed as a case of sota. Why? I mean, one would have thought that even though they're not doing the full sexual act, one would have thought that in the end of the day, you don't need, in order to have a situation of sota, you don't need the actual full act itself. It's just whatever the husband is suspicious of, whatever he cares about, and he tells his wife, listen, I'm hearing rumors, or there's a certain situation where, which happened, and I'm very concerned that you are just being very physical with this man, so that, that would suffice. Maybe that would suffice because he himself cares. The husband cares about this. He warned his wife, even though the warning itself was not about the full act, but it was just about a part, just the touching, being very physical without the, the full sexual act, without his limb even touching the vaginal area. You would have thought that maybe that would be viewed as a case of sota. That would be viewed as a case of a proper warning to his wife because he cares about it. The fact that he's giving this warning means that he, he very much cares about this. Kamash Mulan, the conclusion is that no. The only situation, that's why we need the verse to tell us, no. The only situation of Sota is where it's an actual act where his limb, the man's limb, is uh, touching or going into the vaginal area. That, that's the conclusion of the Gemara. That's, what, that's why we need the verse. At the end of the day, that's why we need the verse to tell us that it's not just based on whatever Hakbada, whatever situation that he's concerned for and upset about, uh, but it's specifically when he when it's a situation where uh, the man's limb is going next to or in uh, the vaginal area. Still, when it comes to Sota, there's a big question. When, when we get to Sota, the tracted Sota, we'll discuss it at length, uh, but a lot of it still might depend on his, on the husband's 
uh, hakpada on the husbands uh, being upset about the situation, like uh, like what we had, uh, like like what we just mentioned. It is. It might be connected to uh, how upset he is about the situation and his hakpada, his his desire for them not to even do less than the sexual act itself. Okay, that is the end of that part of the Gemara. The rest of the Gemara, for the rest of the daf, the rest of the page, is now going to explain what exactly is ha'ara. What exactly is the initial insertion? And so we will describe four different stages. Before we get into the Gemara, four different stages. There's the nishika, just what literally is the kissing, which is that his limb is touching the vaginal area. Not going inside, but touching the vaginal area. Then we have the initial insertion, which is just going a little bit inside. There is an insertion of a little bit inside. That is stage two. Stage three is going completely inside. And then stage four would be uh, ejaculation, where there's the release of the semen. Now, when it comes to stage four, the Gemara does not discuss stage four. There is a dispute amongst the commentators between Rashi and Tosvos, whether or not, even though the Pasuk, the verse says, Sheikh Lazara, that, it, it, that there's, a, there's a release of semen, but it could be, Rashi says that you, you would actually need to have the release of the semen. Tosos argues, and Tosos says that, no, it's not that you actually need it, but you need it to be that they are in a situation where it's normal. It just means to go completely inside, uh, to, to the point where it's normal for uh, the release of the semen, but not that you actually would need that necessarily. So anyways, we have these different stages, and the Gemara is going to try to figure out, well, what is the case of Ha'ara, of the initial insertion, of what Ha'ara is, what exactly is Ha'ara, and what exactly is what we refer to as Gemar Bia, the completion. What is the beginning stage? What is the end stage? What exactly is it? So the Gemara says as follows. Amr Shmuel. Shmuel. Opinion number one that we have. Shmuel says, Ha'ara zu nishika. He says, Ha'ara, what is the first stage of Ha'ara that we said that is a violation for all these various prohibitions and it also creates Yibam and creates the engagement. What, what is, that, is that situation? So it's just touching. It's not insertion, but it's just the touching of his limb onto the vaginal area. And he says, because it must be that something pushed forward a little bit. It must be that there's a less slight insertion. He says, he gives a mashal, he gives an analogy. He says, when a person puts their finger, touches it towards the, the opening of their lip, so just by touching it, automatically it means that you're already going in a little bit, just the slightest amount. And so that is what we refer to as ha'ara, the initial stage. That's the opinion of Shmuel. Ki also Rabbi Baruchana says in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, and we'll see that multiple people say in the name of Rabbi Yochanan something else, but Rabbi Baruchana says in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, similarly, Gemar Bia Rabbi Yochanan says that the end, the final stage, what's the final stage? Just like Shmuel, the final stage is just the initial insertion. The actual insertion of the crown, that itself is the uh the completion of the Bia, the completion of the act itself, and it fits with Shmuel, who says that just touching is the beginning of the act. So Mesiv, Rav Sheshesh, asks on this opinion of Rabbi Yochanan that we say that Sheikh Lazara is only when there is the insertion, that there has to be some insertion, and my love, Merak Gid, isn't that mean that it results from um, sorry, it means merik is ejaculation. It does not mean merik gid that it comes as a result of the insertion of the membrane 
And that Sheikh Vazera is more than just the initial insertion itself, but you need to go further in. So the Gemara says, Lo, Merikatar. No, it really just means the insertion of, of the, uh, of the crown, of the corona, of the beginning part of, of the, of the limb itself. And so that's what the Gemara says. And that fits with Shmuel and Rabbi Rachana's understanding of Rabbi Yochanan. Now we have other opinions. Ki Asar Vdimi Amar Rabbi Vdimi says the name of Rabbi He says, no, the first stage means has to be insertion. It's not just touching, which is enough. Just the initial insertion, that's what, the initial insertion is, itself is what Ha'ara is. Less than that would not be Ha'ara. So the Gemara says, Rabbi said differently in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. It seems to be a dispute within the name of Rabbi Yochanan. So he responds back by saying, You're right. One of us isn't telling the truth. One of us isn't telling the truth. We have two different versions of what Rabbi Yochanan is saying. Somebody is not telling the truth. Now we have another opinion of Rabbi Yochanan. He also, Rabin, Rabin said, Am Rabbi Yochanan, in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, also he said the same thing. Ha'ara zu, satar. Ha'ara, that first stage versus the second stage. The first stage is also where you have to have hachnasas atara. You have to have the insertion. It has to be the insertion. So Gemara comments on this and says, He's for sure arguing Rabbi Barachana. Rabbi Barachana said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that the initial insertion is the completion. It's what, what we halakhically refer to as the completion. The completion doesn't require going in all the way. Just going in a little bit would be viewed as the completion. However, does he actually argue on Shmuel? What did Shmuel say? The Shmuel was our first opinion. Shmuel said that just touching itself is the is the beginning. That's the initial stage, is the, is the beginning. What we just said, Robin said, no, what is Ha'ara? The beginning is going inside. It's going, it's the it's the initial insertion, not just touching itself. Is he actually arguing on Shmuel? So the Gemara says, no, he might not be arguing on Shmuel. Lo, minishika karila. That no, maybe what they're all saying is the same thing. That if you, there's a range, there's a range for what we view as the ha'ara stage. Ha'ara stage could be from the point in time of touching to the initial insertion, and all of that could be viewed as ha'ara. And maybe after that could be viewed as the second stage of the completion. Okay, the Gemara then says ki asar v'shmuel bar Yehuda a final statement that Shmuel Bar Yehuda says in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Ha'ara Zuach Nasus Atara, Gemar Bia Gemar Mamish. So here he says in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that Ha'ara, the first stage, needs the initial needs the initial insertion. You have to go inside a little bit, and the completion is more is going fully inside. That would be the completion. And again, we we mentioned the dispute earlier about whether or not you need the uh, actual. Uh, release of semen or not. But anything less, in the name of Yochan, it said anything less, anything less, he argues in Shmuel, he says anything less, if you do less than Ha'ara, for Ha'ara, if you do less than the initial insertion, if it's just touching alone, he wants to say in the name of Yochanan, unlike Shmuel, that that would be like, that you would not violate the prohibitions. All the prohibitions that we've discussed, you would not violate the prohibition. In order to violate the prohibition, you actually have to go in a little bit. But if it's just touching, merely just touching, arguing Shmuel, he would say that that does not, be, that would not be viewed as a violation, as, as, a, as the biblical prohibition would be, certainly be uh, at least a rabbinic prohibition, but it wouldn't be the biblical prohibition of either adultery or incest or the completion of Yibam. That it wouldn't accomplish. Against Shmuel, Shmuel said that that would suffice. So that is 
uh, the end of the Gemara and that discussion of the Gemara. And that concludes this week's Daf.